We sent you to three countries halfway around the world with different cultures and languages, but you had your guitar and your music and an open heart. And what the trip reconfirmed to you the most was your very own lyric, Love is a Language We Hold On To. You're listening to 2233, a podcast of exchange stories. On a long bus trip, I had um, about three three months before going on this trip, I had gotten engaged. So I was just kind of getting used to incorporating the word fiance into my vocabulary. And as I'm as I'm uh, I'm referring to to my fiance, and this um, Chinese member of our delegation turns to me and he goes, "So like what?" What is this word? You know, our, we're we're not we don't totally have a great grasp on each other's language. He goes, "What's this word you keep using?" And I and I say, "Well, it's the it's the name of the person I'm getting married to." And then this other Chinese woman from the front seat of the bus turns around. And she goes, "Oh my God, you're getting married to Beyonce!" And it it was it was just one of these moments where there was there was laughter on both sides. Um, it took a little while to. <laughs> Explain what we were all laughing at collectively. Let me tune that up. This week, it starts when it ends. Love knows how to find you, and a very special preview of a brand new song recorded over three continents by Seth Glear. Join us on a journey from Massachusetts to Mongolia and beyond to prove that you don't need words to make connections. It's 2233. We report what happens in the United States, warts and all. These exchanges shaped who I am. When you get to know these people, they're not quite like you. You read about them. They are people very much like ourselves. And Oh, that's what we call cultural exchange. Ooh, yes. My name is Seth Glear. I'm from Western Massachusetts, and I am a musician. And I uh, make my living as a songwriter, traveling across the country. And last year, I was lucky enough to participate in an ECA program, uh, American Music Abroad, that sent me uh, to Mongolia, to China, and to Ukraine. It was an interesting time for me personally to be called into foreign service work. I think as a as a as a, as a songwriter, I was really I've always been really aware that how you tell a story has the power to change a story. And I also knew that there were this was a, a time that I was uh, heading over there right after the 2016 election, where there were different perceptions um, of America that was not the America that I have come to experience and know. So I, I really was focused on going over there with an open heart and listening and, uh, and, and celebrating. I mean, I think that people, people always connect over two things. They either connect over celebration or over pain. And I wanted to be really conscious that we were connecting over celebration. Music is, uh, is, is, is a great, great vessel for that. 
there's that Chinese proverb, music is what, what happens when people can't speak. It, it's sort of, you know, it's singing that, that, that just kind of happens. And I also think that there's something, you know, quite biological around what happens when people are in a room sharing a common common value and experience it. And there's there's an energy field to that. I personally believe it. You know, for instance, in, in Mongolia... Um, which was the first place that I, I went to. It's amazing. The, the, the program I found, uh, the expression I kept, kept saying that is that it starts when it ends. Right after the workshop that we would, we would do and we'd ask, we'd ask them some questions, they'd ask us some questions, it'd be a shared kind of performance. But once the ritual of that was over, there was real exchange. And it was, it's hard to, to codify that from place to place, but it would look something like this kid coming up who was playing a horse head fiddle, which is essentially like a, almost like a two string, you would play it like a cello, and uh, it has two strings. Um, but it sounds almost like a fiddle that you would tune down. It has the 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 of a fiddle, and and he's playing a few notes and he's showing me the the tuning of it. And then all of a sudden I'm holding this instrument and he's showing me and and he's got my guitar. And there's no there was no language. There's no hey can I can I play that or hey can you can you try this? Once he said it's a it's a D and it's an A. Okay, well, I'm in A minor. All right, there was a there was a language there, and I kept stumbling on it. That was the other thing that was interesting for me. I don't think the universality of of music as a form of of language was as deep ingrained in me until until this trip. I I now realize that this is this is a really really powerful language as opposed to just a tool. In China, it was again. It was a pretty large show, um, about fifteen hundred people. It was it was a pretty bad, as I mentioned, it was a pretty bad time for the economic relations. And there was this this band that came to the workshop. They were street buskers. They they came out and they they knew all these incredible traditional songs. Some of them were actually Mongolian songs. Um, some of them were were Chinese songs. They kind of mixed a, a handful of different Chinese cultures into very traditional Chinese folk music. And we all performed together. And that was the encore. It was just this jam for about twenty minutes. And um, and everyone. It was just, there was language, there was communication, and no one could speak a single word to each other, but there was hugs and tears after the show, and I mean, it was, it was really, really wonderful. I didn't, and, and, and maybe this was, you know, for me more personal, but I didn't feel particularly foreign. I think a lot of that had to do with my own 
upbringing i mean i was raised in a household with someone with special needs and and he was also nonverbal so there was this whole new culture that that i was exposed to on a pretty daily basis of learning how to communicate to him without words so i found that in a kind of beautiful way the trip i was firing on all cylinders in a different way than sometimes life lets you lets you fire in my case i think i was i was more curious and inquisitive than i was intimidated or um or even feeling indifferent or 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 different i don't know i feel like people are people are people um you know it's there's just there's 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 always ways of getting in one of the last days of the trip and we were playing this jazz festival and the day before we played this this school again there was a lot of sort of formality and i did a short workshop and then there was this very kind of instructed performance oriented thing where the local students performed and there was this this kid who was 14 years old who came up and played classical guitar with his other friend who was a little older than him and it was just the most it was beautiful it was uh it was a Bach prelude that they were playing and i was so taken i asked them to basically have 10 minutes of my jazz set during the middle of the show to just be showcased and one of the things that that i take away with is at the end of their performance they're standing with their classical guitars in their hand there's about 3000 people and the look on their face is just the ultimate joy it is just the ultimate joy and that was was just a it's sort of etched in my etched in my mind as the stars just kind of aligning in a great way I always found that it was the times when the expectation was not there that w- was the real magic. I think that artists have a unique ability to take the the essence of a lot of things and meld them in and and put them out as new and and there's when that happens there's a there's a boundarylessness. I don't know if that is a word, but there is there is um there's an expression in that that is without walls and uh and i think more acts of that are courageous and i think the i think the world is good for for those kinds of acts of art Well, this is a song that I ended up playing a lot overseas um just cuz it kind of got people up immediately. And um and it's a song that uh has always kind of like anchored me like kind of like a mantra or something. I wrote it about my my older brother growing up with him, 
But um, it's one of those songs that kind of kept changing meanings and, uh, and, and, and opening up to something much more universal. And this is called Love is a Language. Flesh and bone in a world is only different from the rest. Born the first of three, never took the lead. Parents did their best. Told fairy tales in bed. This old story never said. He used to ride the short bus to school each day. With the brother's eye, I watched every bruise break his way. Said he's just like everyone, but he's not like anyone. Waiting on a sign. can speak for you Love is a language we hang on to Love is a language we hang on to Keeps your trouble in your chest Every breath is saying things will be alright Two strangers in a house, he's a sleeper on the couch every night. Dad traded booze for caffeine. Mom keeps his collars clean. can speak for you Love is a language we hang on to Love is a language we hang on to Everyone wants proof Love is a language we hang on to. Love is a language we hang on to. Love is a language we hang on to. 
I think I was connecting with people in a really deep way in Ukraine. When I was there, I, I felt like in ev every everything was this metaphor. I mean, everything as a songwriter it was it was quite rich, and this is a civilization that has had you know war and poverty and corruption, and and in all the cracks of that, there is there is art. There is there is the most just brilliant forms of activist expression, and as a people, they have been looking west while their leaders have looked east, and. And I think as, as, it, uh, as an American musician, they were, they were most curious about the value of my expression as a songwriter. Different, in a different way than in China, they might be really interested in learning about the blues or really interested in um, a particular guitar riff. But there was, there was something not deeper but different about Ukraine where they were really interested in, in the story that we were telling as, as people outside of just musicians. When I found out we were going to Ukraine, I really dove into the history that's there. Walking through Independence Square, years after Independence Square was, was, was a war zone, and walking to this in Independence Square and people are buying flowers and people are, you know, selling trinkets and Russian dolls. And there is such a strength and a resilience there that I think was important for me to remember as I've been. Uh, I, I, I was joking earlier this weekend about my, my wife is someone who she has a cardboard sign for every oppressed minority in the trunk of her car and 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 so that's that's where we've been we've been putting a lot of our energy and solidarity of of others as a as a white person and um and and to go there and realize that this strength there is these are ties that bind us as 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 people there's there's strength in democracy there's there is strength in community In Mongolia, we the a member of my band were, is sightless. So one of the focuses that we had a lot on the trip was, in addition to youth empowerment, female empowerment, is also uh, disability rights and advocating for. Uh, and a lot of these, a lot of these places, there is no you know ramp. It's incredibly inaccessible if you have mobility issues. So using using these performances to kind of spotlight some of that. And in Mongolia, we went to play the Federation for the Blind. And at the end of the performance, I had asked, I had done a little bit of throat singing, but it, was, it wasn't very good. All the people I would throat sing for who were Mongolian would just kind of laugh and walk the other direction. So I, I, I finally just kind of leaned into it. I asked this individual who was sightless and leading a, a folk group if he could teach it to me. And through a translator, we, we, we talked and, and he agreed. And as soon as he agreed, he just put both of his hands hard around my neck, pushing, pushing deep into my Adam's apple and then telling me what sound to make. And there's this uh, uh, eh, uh, back and forth. And I'm like, uh, you know, his hands are on my neck. So it's like, oh, uh. <laughs> but but finally, I got what he was trying to say, which was putting my air underneath my diaphragm, and I was able to produce the sound, and it was like a light bulb going off. And yeah, those 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 kinds of exchanges—they're uh, 
uh, they're priceless. And uh, you know, another another experience in China. Again, I think that this kind of comes out of a very formal culture. Is that it starts when it ends. <laughs> and so, um, this one particular night, we were in Dongguang, and they just have the most incredible noodles in in the world. It's just it's a religious experience. So we went out and we're having noodles, and uh, one of the folks at the State Department, um, XT, who I became very, very close with. He was, um, he's a Chinese man, works at the embassy in Beijing, and is just, there's just so much thoughtfulness, there's so much heart, and he's so incredibly proud of his country. He shines so much magic that is, that is China. And when we were over there, we were right in the start of a crazy trade war. So, Diplomatically, times were very tense, and we we felt that in the program. But it was almost like living in this uh, different world because outside of the news, XT and I were, were walking along the Yellow River and telling stories with each other about our belief systems, our um, our dreams, our joys. Our neither one of us are fathers yet. We were sharing, you know, some of some of what those fears are going to look like, and and we have different completely different cultures and so there were very different answers it's just it was amazing to me that even on the other side of the world there's a thread that 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 ties so coming back here to realize how how easy it is to write someone off because they disagree with you i've i've really found that to be unacceptable now as a person uh interacting with the world and that's Hard. <laughs> it's it's not it's it's not easy, but I, I I really believe that there's always there's always there's love love is there. So I want to give you an example of how I will use samples from the AMA trip to inspire new songwriting ideas. I'm going to start with this sample from Mongolia, which is of a horsehead fiddle. And I have this on a little tape machine, so I'm going to slow down the tape machine and sort of detune it. And I'm going to cut this first end of the sample, which I like. I'm going to add a kick drum. And that flute sound is something that I sampled from a whistle in Ukraine. That'll now become the pad. And I'm going to add these marimba parts, which I sampled at a university in China. They come in here. I had my friend Kelly play violin. I added some bass and a few other instruments, and we got a song. There's a string that's tied, aligned inside. Can you hear it shiver? Listening all day to mine along the yellow river. Same static, same stars, same sadness in a different car. A strange pattern, a world apart. Below the surface is the same heart. Wait. 
new flag will rise Wind whips against a cardboard sign A strange pattern, a world apart Below the surface is the same heart at least the lyric behind it is very much about this walk with XT in, in China. And, uh, and this just like very quiet exchange, trying to write about that feeling. I had this experience in quick, pretty quickly in, in in Mongolia, where take the take all the like let's say throat singing. You tell me the difference between what what they're doing in Mongolia and what Ralph Stanley is doing with his glottal stops, you know, or 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 yodeling in the Swiss Alps. Like mountain music is the same everywhere sometimes the geography is more in charge than the human being and uh you know in the same way that bluegrass music as we know has the train beat because that was the sound of it in 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 mongolia the only difference between bluegrass music and and the mountain music of mongolia is it's this more gallop because it's on horses and it's just a slight change in the rhythm because of because of the landscape but it's literally just bluegrass music tuned down about a fifth <laughs> I felt like, uh, yes, it was always it was always well received, um, but it was also sort of surprising because I, sometimes I would contextualize a song by saying a short story in front of it, but because that has to be translated, the traditional momentum of a show is lost when everything is is uh, is being defined in those 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 foreign performances so yeah there's something much more elusive to what is happening with the audience um, music is doing a lot of the speaking this song is one that on a number of occasions it kept sort of coming coming in to uh to my life on that on that trip i wrote it from a very you know sort of personal uh side of 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 losing my brother and wondering what what these signs were that i was that i was um that i was being greeted what uh by and and these these they're almost like souvenirs of him uh and i wouldn't i wouldn't say this but i would just play the song and um 
And I remember these these two um, little girls who were just crying uh, in the front row of of the audience, and there was something I don't know what that's all about, but uh, but boy, it's cool. Um, it was in Lenjo, yeah, yeah. There's nothing new about the rain on the roof this morning I've heard it all before It's like the bird outside my window is calling There might be something more Speaking through the silence of the sunrise Like their song and water have something to say I don't know if it's you I don't know if it's me I don't know who's painting the picture I see I don't know if it's true I don't know what it means But I'm still looking I'm still looking There's a six-year-old standing on the edge of a parking lot See him through the car Reaching for his older brother To take his hand and lead him to the car How can such a casual reflection Feel today more like a souvenir I don't know if it's you I don't know if it's me I don't know who's painting the picture I see I don't know if it's true I don't know what it means But I'm still looking I'm still looking For a sign that you with me This voice of yours is more than distant banter Other people try explaining But I still have more questions than answers I don't know Painting the picture I see I don't know if it's true I don't know what it means But I'm still looking I don't know if it's you But I want it to be I'm still looking
One of the things I understood in China that was that is something that I've I've continued to understand is that freedom isn't entirely the most important thing to the human condition. And growing up in America, there's a huge value. I put a lot of value on my freedom of expression and all of that kind of stuff. But when you're in a society where there isn't a ton of freedom. Realizing that the main things they just want to be okay, and the middle class economy there does allow them to be okay. So term limits aren't that important, and and just how fragile, um, just how fragile this whole thing is. That was one of the that was one of the things that I I walked away with, and I'm still thinking a lot about. I think I've become a little bit more active in using my music and my and my platform to speak to issues that are not just about entertainment. I always did that a little bit before, but again, realizing the fragility of it. Things like loving your neighbor,、um, things like. School shootings in schools. I mean, there, there are, there are a couple of things that, when I look at the at the world, they are uniquely American issues, and that's part of what I'm I'm more focused than ever on trying to tackle and bring light to and speak truth to power. There's just a feeling to, to this and that.、Um, you know, there's something. Nothing's quite resolved, and still, <sighs> we're home. You know, there's there's a journey that's that's、uh, that's just woven into the the fabric of harmony.、Yeah. Twenty two thirty three is produced by the Collaboratory, an initiative within the U.S. State Department's Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs, better known as ECA. My name is Christopher Worst. I'm the director of the Collaboratory. Twenty-two thirty-three is named for Title Twenty-two, Chapter Thirty-three of the U.S. Code, the statute that created ECA. And our stories come from participants of U.S. government-funded international exchange programs. This week. Seth Clear talked about his experiences as an ECA Arts Envoy, a cultural program implemented by American Music Abroad. For more about ECA cultural programs and other exchanges, check out eca.state.gov. 
We encourage you to subscribe to 2233. You can do so wherever you find your podcast. And while you're at it, hey, leave us a nice review, huh? Write to us at ecacollaboratory at state.gov. That's E-C-A-C-O-L-L-A-B-O-R-A-T-O-R-Y at state.gov. And I should tell you that photos of each week's interviewee and complete episode transcripts can be found at our webpage at eca.state.gov slash 2233. Huge, very special thanks to Seth Glear for taking the time to come in and talk to us and even play us a few songs live. All of the songs that you heard on this week's episode were by Seth, including instrumental tracks I'm Still Looking, Birds, Water on Fire, and Sunshine, which all comes from his most recent, and I might add, amazing album, Birds. Seth also performed two songs right here in our little nook, Love is a Language and I'm Still Looking. And finally, we are indebted to him for sharing Love Knows How to Find You, a song he partially recorded during his exchange. All songs are courtesy of Impress Records, and we thank them. For more, check out sethglear.com. That's S-E-T-H-G-L-I-E-R.com. Music at the top of each episode is Sebastian by How the Night Came, and the end credit music is Two Pianos by Tagir Lius. Until next time.